0: Zinc CITR CITR 101.9 FM. My uh, guest today is uh, Sam Gaskin?
1: Is yes.
0: Or is it Sam Gaskin, as you uh, elaborately put it on your blog?
1: Either or. Either or. That's a nickname that's stuck.
0: <laughs> from a young age in elementary school?
1: No. <laughs> from like two years ago. <laughs> is it? Is
0: it been long enough to be a nickname that's stuck if it's only been two years?
1: I don't know. I guess so. Well, I mean, I, um, someone gave it to me, and I just started using it because everyone was using it. All right. I use well, as a music handle.
0: Which we will talk about. I was taking a look at uh, some of your YouTubeness.
1: No oh god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, um, you are currently you're in White River Junction.
1: No, no, you um, fled. Yeah, I'm in Central Mass right now.
0: Okay. Um, but you did go to the CCS for a couple of years? Yes. Graduate? Two, two
1: years. Yep, yep, I was in the the first class there.
0: Ah. Uh, with all sorts of other talented folks?
1: Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, uh, tell me about what got you into comics.
1: Um, I mean, I guess I could give you the same answer that seems like a lot of people give you. It's just, you know, you... <laughs> Really into, sun uh, like, Sunday strips and stuff, reading the newspaper and everything, Calvin Hobbes and that. And then, you know, there's that one... I remember the one day where I was, like, went to the the one, like, uh, independently-owned grocery store still left in town, which has since gone out of business. I just see Mad Magazine on the shelf. I'm like, what is this? What is this thing? And my mom goes, oh, I think you'd like that. She buys it for me, and, you know... I, Read it over and over And this is like a 1991 issue It's got like a picture of Alfred E. Newman snowboarding on the cover
0: Oh, I remember the one
1: Yeah <laughs> And I Oh man, that other real dog-eared At this point point. And, I don't know uh, Eventually walk into a comic store Buy like I don't know, a James Kachalka book or something <laughs> And then uh, Eventually find an issue of Paper Rodeo And then do the same thing with them like I did with the Mad Magazine. Read it to death.
0: When did Um, you start making your own comics?
1: Um. I guess probably not. Well, I mean, you know, you do, like, notebook stuff and everything for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I really did anything like. I (laughs) I hesitate to use the word seriously.
0: (laughs) Can (laughs) comics ever be serious?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, they can be boot-balled. oh that's weird. that's a weird that's a that's a sticky wicket but, I mean <laughs> a real a real intense project until because I actually went to state school for a year after high school, and I guess you know you need something more intense to distract you from this more intense study, yeah, so I did a more intense comic.
0: <laughs> what did that uh, early stuff look like?
1: Um. Pff. Well, I was still drawing everything with a sharpie, so it was really um, thick <laughs> and bleedy. Um, There's a lot. I think it was a lot scratchier, and I didn't pencil at all. Um, I did. This, well, I did this mini comic. was about forty pages. It's called Trek, and it was basically a dir- very direct ripoff of a multi-force, the Matt Brinkman comic, which I was I was completely nuts about him for a really long time. I tend to, like, concentrate on one artist for an extended period of time.
0: When, did, how, did you, like, you were in an issue of Paper audio, right?
1: Yeah, I was in the last one.
0: The last one. The
1: oh very like last one,
0: which is, uh, I'm,
1: I'm, uh, that's one thing I can say that I'm really proud about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how did you connect connected with the, those guys?
1: No, I'm not even connected. You just mail stuff in. You could mail garbage trash whatever and they'll, they'll run it like, <laughs> so you fa- i don't i don't mean like trash work i mean like trash you found on the street yeah and if it looks interesting they'll throw it on a photocopier <laughs> i mean i didn't even know i was in it i had to uh tom devlin brought like issues of paper rodeo to our class one time at cts so like oh here's this neat thing and we're flipping through like oh i drew that look at that <laughs> I said, oh, you know, you think uh, if I was in it, they would let me know. And Tom says, you don't know those guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're, they're kind of in a world to themselves, I guess.
1: Um, They kind of are. I've met a few people. Like, Leif Goldberg is a complete sweetheart. He's yeah. adorable. <laughs> they're, they're most most of the, uh, the ones that you can find once they come out of their caves. They're really, really nice guys.
0: You've been in contact with Ben Jones, right?
1: Um, the few times I see him in a year. Yeah. Because he's incredibly busy with doing art installations and TV shows and who knows what else. What's he
0: doing with TV shows?
1: Um, I actually got to see, I was lucky enough, like, uh, he was visiting friends in Northampton while I was there, and he showed us a pilot for Adult Swim that he did.
0: Oh, that sounds insane.
1: It was amazing, and it was hysterical. I've heard all I mean I don't know How that's progressing It had like He had George Takai And like Amy Sedaris Doing voice I'm probably gonna get In a lot of trouble For like Letting all this Information out (laughs) But um Uh I don't know I guess they're retooling It or Last I heard They're retooling it To make it into A daytime Show For kids So I don't know That sounds odd I only talk to him Maybe like Twice a year At the most
0: but it seems to stand out as a big influence on you, the paper. Yeah,
1: it's true. It's true. Also, I mean, he's a, he's a, Ben's old. He's definitely been one of the nicest, most inspiring people. I mean, I, I do admit that I have a very fanish quality to me, and it, it does show through. But of all the people that I've you know been fanish around, he has always been really encouraging and uh, appreciative. I guess. <laughs>
0: Well, one of the things that's neat you do in the book is kind of like uh, in the Fatal Faux-Pas book, um, just for folks listening, I guess I should mention all the comics that you've done. Fatal Faux-Pas, Pizza Wizard, uh, the newspaper you're saying there's two issues of that out? Uh,
1: yeah, but the second one was a uh, photocopy. Uh, I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> um,
0: I don't and have any money. <laughs> as well as uh, Sugar Cube. That's your most recent thing, right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, Viz Video. A odd yeah, little photo Yeah, That's
1: actually I should mention that's part of a series called Call All My Dogs.
0: Ah uh, <laughs> which we will have to get into.
1: I guess so. That's about all there is to say about it, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, I d- I d- one of the things that I wanted to ask about with the um with the fatal faux pas is you like to do almost like covers of other comics, like your own version of other comics. And th- and I'm trying to be careful with saying this because it's not a parody. Necessarily, some, maybe some of it is. But the one that I found really interesting uh, was your uh, little uh, John Porcelino kind of tribute thing.
1: Yeah, no, that w- no, that one was like definitely more direct because I think oh that was supposed to, I I wanted to be that that to be in like what was it? It was like a Lojinx thing or something. Yeah, some some of the same people or something, and they said it was um, too sweet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> was it uh crayon's ego?
1: Maybe that was it. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah,
0: yeah, that one they were just they got mean.
1: Yeah, they said they said it wasn't mean enough.
0: <laughs> how uh, influ- uh how did John Porcelino work as an influence for you?
1: Um, I mean, he definitely. W- I mean, doing Sugar Cube was like a, a very big influence because I knew I wanted to. Keep it spare, mm-hmm. and look. You know, I you know, looking at like, just like a few tricks that he does to like make. Uh, I I mean, more often not lazily. Like I'm really into um, saying a lot with very little. Yeah, and that was definitely a great help in that.
0: That's what he excels at.
1: Yeah, I'm really psyched that I'm actually going to get to meet him.
0: Uh, month, well, the he's. Animal are you going to SPX or yeah Holla.
1: <laughs> yeah Aight.
0: Aight. Uh have fun I won't be there too uh, far. Uh, yeah too far too much money I will spend too much money so let's just avoid it at all costs uh, really interesting going through the book is you are a really great illustrator but you love to uh, pare down your art style a lot too What's the purpose
1: behind that? Um, I don't know. I don't know if there's a purpose. A lot of times it's just like, it's what, you know, it's what naturally fits something. I'm kind of a vibe guy, you know? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's interesting. Like, you'll do, um, you know, like that, uh, my strip. Yeah. Which is really refined. And then you'll, uh, do the, uh, the deer hunter. In the city, which is, like, really crude. Well, there
1: you go. I mean, it's just, like, how much time are you going to spend on this stupid joke? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hunting deer in space. And All then, like, telling this interesting... I mean, you know, I, I, it's like I like doing a lot of different things. I'm really I'm working towards, like, challenging myself and doing lots of different types of stories.
0: Well, tell me about the Kinski story.
1: Um... Well, I I guess I'll explain to people yeah. It's about this uh filmmaker who has no concept of independent filmmaking whatsoever, but uh his studio says, "Oh, we want you to make an indie film. An indie film, cuz so that's what makes money these days." So he's l- trying to figure out what that is. He picks out the craziest name, which is Werner Herzog, and he says, "All right, I'm going to make the best indie film. I'm going to combine all of Herzog movies into into one movie using all the different concepts so it's uh, I forget what the title is. Basically, it has a uh, Nosferatu, out in the jungle, riding on a riverboat, <laughs> and everything goes horribly awry. And uh, the director ends up killing Willem Dafoe
0: and eating his guts.
1: I think so. I don't. Oh remember. no no
0: no! That was later in the story.
1: Yeah. I'm,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very violent story.
1: It yeah it is. It's it's. its I'll, yeah, I'll agree to that.
0: Now, did you do this stuff while at school, or was this stuff done before the CCS time?
1: Um, I don't think any of it was done before. Okay. It was done during or after.
0: And how did that affect your own cartooning? Going to school there was some of the interesting stuff you learned.
1: Oh, my God. Um, it's the most incredibly helpful thing that anyone interested in comics can do. I can fully, fully recommend it to anybody. Um, the uh, I mean, I would have had no... Con- like, you can draw a comic. That's, that's easy enough. Anyone can figure that out. But, I mean, having any concept of, like, laying it out, like, or moving things, I mean, you know, using Photoshop, using InDesign, uh, putting together a mini-comic, knowing to go to a convention, um, knowing how sales and stuff work, Knowing about tons of different artists You've never heard of Which I mean some people can figure out I have a huge admiration for anyone Who can figure this stuff out on their own Because it's I mean I never would have Never in a million years Maybe not until I was like (laughs) Forty That's a lot I mean you learn all this stuff about How to do it And how Thing How You know The industry Works Um in a matter of two years.
0: <laughs> now, when you graduate you're supposed to have like a comic as your final project or Yes. What was yours?
1: Mine was Pizza Wizard Number One.
0: Ah, there we go. The Zurich grant winning newspaper. I love comics as newspapers.
1: Me too. I thought yeah. I submit to them all the time. Yeah. It's Do you uh, get those uh smoke signals and uh
0: I haven't gotten any of those. I Ooh. I should order the most recent one though. It looks yeah, great.
1: yeah and doing the doing the Kootie I don't know if you.
0: I saw that. That's like a Norwegian. Those paper are Finnish. Sorry. Big difference.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that. Oh no. Those are. That's some of my favorite stuff nowadays. They, and those the ones they do are always full color.
0: It, are, is it in English or what language? Or is it in Finnish.
1: Um, a lot of it's in Finnish. But if it's like a it's like a big formal thing, they'll have English subtitles at the bottom.
0: Neat. They and translate that's a
1: lot of that. They do it with their books, too.
0: And that's a color newspaper?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, is it the same size as the faux pas the... Yep.
1: Nice. It's all nice. the same newspaper size and everything.
0: Hear that, people? Make comic newspapers. It must be dirt cheap to do in comparisons with other stuff.
1: It's pretty cheap. I mean, as far as, like, a big print project, I mean, it's, like, the next step above photocopying, I'd say.
0: Well, there we go. The and
1: thing is, yeah, you have to, you have to get... Uh, the plates that's expensive
0: ah and so then after
1: that you can print as many as you want like the price for like 200 to 2000 is pretty much the same
0: it's just a matter of the plates all the fancy technology
1: no the one the one I did the pizza wizard thing its was just like a guy in his house
0: yeah
1: <laughs> and his English wasn't very good <laughs> was funny.
0: was that in Vermont or
1: no that was somewhere in New York oh okay and I, g- I called him back for to try and do a next project, and he gave me a different quote, and it was like the same <laughs> and everything
0: strong <laughs> he arm it off up.
1: his head, like mm, how much would that cost? These uh, kids
0: don't know what's going on, they won't notice,
1: yeah, who's well, your those like menu menu plates <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, pizza yeah. yeah. Tell me about the Pizza Wizard.
1: About it? Not about about about,
0: it. about the guy, the wizard what himself. I mean,
1: um, <laughs> he's a wizard looking for a magic pizza. That's mm-hmm. the whole plot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anything special on the magic pizza?
1: Um, well, I guess that's yet to see.
0: How far is the story going to go?
1: I think there's probably only going to be one more issue.
0: All right, not going to be your epic service.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot shorter than the service.
0: Who is your thesis advisor?
1: Uh, Kevin Hazenga. Uh. Heisinger. 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 I think. I gotta make sure I say that right. Oh God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How did that work for like? What kind of input did he provide you with your process?
1: Um, I don't know. He was. Pr- he's. A, he's. A, I mean, he's a quiet guy in the first place. Yeah. We sort of just, like, whenever I had, like, a question here or there, I'd call him up, but mostly he's just like, all right, keep going. (laughs) Doing good.
0: (laughs) Well, it's funny, because he doesn't have a lot of comics himself. I mean, he's fantastic. But, I mean, he doesn't have, you know, a wealth of...
1: (laughs) He has a pretty fair amount, I think.
0: I guess. I don't know, it's just funny in comparison with, like... Other people getting like Chester Brown or Linda Berry and stuff. Not to say Kevin's great. I mean, Kevin's yeah, fabulous. They're
1: also, I think, they're a, l- a little bit older than Kevin, at least
0: probably about twenty years.
1: Yeah, <laughs> give him twenty more years. There
0: we go. No, I I, I really love Kevin's work, and um, uh, you know, Ganges is one of my favorite things coming out right now.
1: Yeah, me too. That's why um, I kind of picked him at first. Like, I was like, oh, you know, being in school, it's like, oh man, I'm gonna pick like like Ben Jones or CF to be my advisor and you know James Stern comes along he's like "Uh, you know (laughs) maybe you ought to pick someone else you know they're both like incredibly hard to reach and I'm sure like Christopher would be like man fuck that shit you don't need photoshop (laughs) fuck that
0: (laughs) he must yeah I guess He, he puts a lot of work into his stuff
1: he does. It's true. No, no he does. No. But again, he's someone, you know, barely uses email. Lucky if he picks up the phone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I was lucky to be able to talk to him.
1: Lucky to talk to a lot of people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Thank you, cartoonist. I appreciate you all. <laughs> now, Sugarcube, that's your uh, your stab at doing a more straightforward narrative? Yes. Autobio?
1: Yes. Mostly. Mostly. Sensationalized and partially fictionalized.
0: Tell me about the uh, Is it a bit of a cathartic experience Doing that book?
1: Yeah definitely Yeah getting all that out
0: Why don't you tell folks what uh,
1: I mean alright well It's basically about when I was 20 I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes Which You know at that age is kind of like What the hell I'm 20 years old Why is this happening now? Um. So that was That ruined my summer <laughs> 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 Basically you know I mean it, surprisingly you know You get it I mean obviously I didn't know anything About diabetes and then you start talking to other people And they don't even know anything about it And yet it's like an epidemic in America Which is kind of strange to me No one knows anything about it So it's like it's supposed to be you know Partially about what, went, what happened to me and partially as almost like an, an informational pamphlet, yeah, um, so that was the first part, and the second part was like having that happen and then like growing apart from friends that you have in high school, like when you realize that like your interests aren't quite the same and your paths start to diverge and
0: well you can't do the same thing anymore yeah the part I really uh, found interesting was the uh, the fog.
1: Yeah. of just, uh, sheer, I don't know, I guess you could say depression, yeah, malaise.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, also, um, a big part of the diabetes is you kind of, you can't focus sometimes, like a lot of difficulty with focus and...
1: Um, yeah, if your blood sugar is low, then, like, that's when you know, you know, you, you get sort of twitchy and you can't focus and you try to, you're, you're basically, if you're like really really low you're basically equivalent of a drunk
0: (laughs) (laughs) but you can't drink
1: yeah well I suppose that you can drink um, uh, hard liquor because the alcohol content kills any of the
0: any of the sugars
1: carbohydrates and anything yeah but I don't either way I don't drink at all
0: better to be safe than sorry yeah now what's the how's the cover printed is it
1: that's just a silk screen okay one
0: color. One color. It just, you know, it feels different on there. Yeah. I
1: figured it'd be nicer than just
0: a Xerox. Well, you did, uh, so I've got one issue of the original, f- uh, faux pas mini comics, and that one is, the uh, the or else cover. And that's yeah. Screened on it, too. <laughs> that
1: was
0: funny. Was that, uh, did you do that before you, uh, got Kevin as your, uh, advisor? Ah. Uh,
1: it might have been after, <laughs> and I was just being cute. <laughs> <I don't remember. laughs> hey, guy! Check uh, that out! Ain't that funny?
0: Now, what's the uh, the call? My dogs is that your own little uh, take at rehashing pop culture?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I finished faux pas, so I couldn't call anything faux pas. And I wanted to have something like small and simple I can give to people, and so it was mostly like about friends. Right? Yeah. Interactions between people. The first issue was actually about dogs, like dogs hanging out in a backyard. Um, the second one was about Belgians <laughs> taking drugs. Um, the third one, I thought the one before, the third one was about Sinbad. That's what I was wondering about. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> being on his TV. And yeah, the fourth one is about anime.
0: It was about so, Ranma uh, Half yeah. specifically.
1: Yes, Ranma One Half, which is an amazing series. I love it.
0: I read it once years ago as a as a young teen, or as a middle aged teen, maybe.
1: Well, I haven't read it. I've only watched the show. Oh yeah. Yeah, I have like the first two and a half seasons on VHS. <laughs> <laughs> Do people still use VHS. Oh yeah, man. Oh, it's great. It's even better now because you know everyone's trying to get rid of it, so they sell it real cheap, or even like you can get for free in certain places.
0: It takes up so much space, though. It
1: does. Not. So yeah, I say. I suppose each one is about the size of two DVD.
0: Keys. Yeah, no, I'm just out of space.
1: I, I, mean, I am too, but I continue to bring stuff home.
0: If no one notices, it's okay.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I still live with my parents, so they're not too pleased all the time. But <laughs> that's what I've been saying. I, I can't move out until I find the place I'm going to live until I die. Because <laughs> I don't want to move all this stuff more than once.
0: Yeah. I understand that, and I kind of—I uh, think I want to do the same. A lot. <laughs> it's a lot of crap. Uh-huh. What am I doing with it all? So, what's the deal with Simbad? Do you have a bit of a session with him?
1: He's funny. He's just funny. He's a funny guy. Is he funny? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, he's funny. he's funny. He's funny. Have you seen uh, what is it, uh, Good Burger? No. Oh, it's crazy. He wears like a big crazy shirt, and he has an afro, and he plays. The Uh, Keenan's teacher, and he gets all upset.
0: (laughs) I'll uh, I'll make sure to track it down.
1: Yeah,
0: I'll I'll get right on that.
1: Like white people, I'll be walking around the mall like this. (laughs) Oh (laughs) Sinbad,
0: whatever happened to him?
1: Um, he's still around. Yeah. Yeah, seen more. He looks. he, He he does. He does show his age now. Oh yeah. Now that one was actually based. I remember he had a he had a TV show. I watched it. It was, it was on UPN. Must have been. I don't know, but Probably. After that was based on that that comic. Because I remember there's like an episode where like his kid drives his car in, into the house. He's like, Ah, oh, why is my car in the living room? What's going on? You know, he gets really upset. That he, that's what he's good. He's good at being really upset.
0: Yeah. Little freakouts. Yeah. Same bad freakouts.
1: And he he loved barbecue sauce (laughs) There's this joke where it was like The kid says You even put barbecue sauce on cereal And he goes Oh that was just that one time When we ran out of milk
0: (laughs) Oh that sounds terrible
1: Oh no it was good No
0: barbecue (laughs) sauce on cereal (laughs) Oh you get heartburn What other What comics are you working on right now
1: Um, I'm slowly chipping away at this thing, it's uh... going to be shorter, maybe like regular, con- not book book comic book size in length. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about various apocalypse theories for the forthcoming, you know, 2012. Uh, just like all the different nationalities, um, different explanations of what's going to happen. I'm trying to use them all in one narrative
0: that sounds really neat
1: it's the most research I've ever done for anything in my life
0: well it sounds really different from your other stuff exactly (laughs) are you uh, never happy with doing one type of uh, story
1: um it's not I I just I'd want to try doing different things
0: yeah different fucking around with different styles and different
1: yeah yeah
0: Yeah Tell me about your music What about it? <laughs> what are you rocking? Uh,
1: I don't know A lot of well, I mean like I, I play by myself Solo Which is like Should be anything Again I mean that's sort of The same thing Or just like Do whatever At any point mm-hmm. Um. I'm in a punk band too Called White Crime <laughs> And we're good <laughs>
0: What's behind the name?
1: Nothing. <laughs> it rhymes. It just Seriously, sounds good. <laughs> I have to keep telling people that. <laughs>
0: it is, uh, you know, it's, yeah.
1: It just sounded tough. It yeah. rhymes, you know. In your face! Look out! Woo! Here we come!
0: It's coming down. Um, when do you think your uh, p- apocalypse comic will be out? I'm really curious about it.
1: Maybe next year.
0: Maybe next year. Maybe. Are you doing it in a different style that's a lot more complicated, or is it just the uh, the research itself?
1: I think I'm just being lazy. So I ran out of whiteout, and then I stopped <laughs> <laughs> for weeks.
0: Can't you do that in Photoshop?
1: I guess I don't know. Well, I have to redraw something. I don't know. But it's like the only the only the whiteout that I like. I can't find it anywhere. The staples or anything. Or they have it on Amazon. So I'm think I'm just gonna buy like a box of it for like thirty bucks.
0: It's special order whiteout.
1: Yeah, so I don't have a big cache of it for for a while at least.
0: Every cartoonist has their special tools.
1: That's what they say. They say stockpile. Yeah, I've stockpile heard that. All your favorite stuff, because I know pe- be gone.
0: people that have bought enough pens to last their whole life. <laughs> it's a lot of pens. It is a lot. Of pens. Now what conventions are you can be at SPX you said. Yeah. Anything else coming up? Stumptown next year?
1: Um there's a new Brooklyn one. That um Gabe from Desert Island, who needs like the most props, shout out to Gabe. Yeah. He's doing a great job, man. But um he's yeah, he's organizing I forget I think it was called like Brooklyn Comics Arts Festival or something. I think it's just going to be one day, sometime in October or November. Nice.
0: I am pre- presuming it's going to be an indoor thing somewhere.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess so if it's cold. It's yeah. cold at that point.
0: October, November gets, does get yeah. chilly, I think. So. Well.
1: Yeah, we had a cold snap, but it's warming up around here now.
0: Yeah. You said you're in central Massachusetts, you said? Yeah. So that's away from Boston?
1: yeah I live near Worcester Worcester the best city in the world.
0: Is there much a comics community around you?
1: um well, we have a really really great comic shop called that's entertainment It's really they i mean they don't just have like new stuff or like new superhero stuff or whatever I mean they have all that and they have like magic competitions and everything but there's like tons of like you can get like old issues of like monsters of film my end and all sorts of like stuff you'd only find like yard sales and things
0: (laughs) I love those kind of comic stores it rules yeah I I love a good comic store where you can just go in and just look around for a while and it's not going to be the exact same stuff that everyone gets from the same distributor and you know I like old stuff
1: places to buy yeah you know it's a place to buy used stuff so it's the only way like records and things too like (laughs) Crappy old. They got you know they have the Star Wars plates and like things like that. And at the same time, is all like plush manga things.
0: A veritable uh, wealth of goodness. It sounds like Wonderful. Stop by
1: in Worcester. Worcester. Go to that store. Come to a show. Come see the Dungeoneers play.
0: That's your another band. Yeah. What that's kind of not music? my
1: band. It's a different band. Oh yeah. It's a. Uh, they dress like knights. They're great. They're kind of like they're kind of like the mummies, you know. Yeah.
0: But l- less surfy. Well, I, I don't know how surfy you could be. Anyways, dressed in night garb. What kind yeah, of music? Yeah, that's
1: true. Yeah. You know. If heavy.
0: Yeah, you'd have to be heavy. <laughs> 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 <That's> heavy. <laughs> well, thanks for taking the time to chat with me today, Sam.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. And uh I look forward to more comics. Fatal Faux Pas and uh, Pizza Wizard 1 and 2.
1: I got off my butt.
0: And Sugar Cube. Yeah, make comics.
1: Stop making tapes. Make comics.
0: There we go. Exactly. Stop making tapes. Make comics.
2: By. Center for the line the will full of hay. And if you go At the right time of day You can jump on in To the sound of the highball Chugging on Chugging on You can jump on in To the sound of the highball on Chugging on Chugging on towns, train the cold, the don't hit run, the donut run, the donut run. Take your mile and a half and get you high, high, high. then it'll bring you on down to hell. You can walk it off, you can walk on home, they swear you'll be alright, they swear you'll be okay. You can walk it off, you can walk on home, they swear you'll be alright. Okay.